Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Sorry, me, Dags. And today we have J- Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is powerful. If you're new to this show, we talk about pop culture, everything A to Z, whatever floats our boat, whatever flies our plane. And make sure you stick around for the entire episode because I have sweet new music playing us out. We're going to talk about it. Welcome to the show. Welcome, old listeners. And as always, welcome, Johnny Rage. And remember, we are filming before a live studio audience. Not really. Oh, should, Just, I, do the well, cla- should I do the clapping? Well, if, if you think about it, we really are because I'm alive. You're alive. So we're doing this in front of a live studio audience. We're both in a studio. So we should say that every, every time we do this. But we, what was the sense of that? We discussed this in the past. Why did they have to tell us? Oh, I'm still alive. Why did they do a live studio audience? I'm trying to think. Did you, you have a pain in your stomach? What, what, what was that that you were just That saying? was, I, yeah, I had, I had too much Eddie Vedder last night. Oh, okay. We were, Amish Baby Machine is taped in front of a live studio audience. Hey, Diggs, are you finally sick of the the holidays where it's that time frame between New Year's or between Christmas and New Year's where every day just feels like a Saturday and you wake up and you're like, oh, what day is it today? It's Saturday, right? No, that was uh, today is actually Tuesday. We actually have legitimate days now. I mean, our podcast day today, we're actually doing this on a Thursday. It feels like a Thursday, but a week ago it didn't. It was that eternal week of Saturdays. Yes, friends, we've been away to spend time with your families. Powerful holidays. We took a little holiday hiatus so Johnny Rage could get larger for the new year. Ain't that the truth? What is your your New Year's, your resolution? You know, it sounds cliche, but I am going to try to lose some weight, okay? Um, I went over, we discussed this earlier. You know this. I'm now at Planet Fitness for my third time. Um, if you people don't know, Planet Fitness is a non-threatening gym. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the cool '80s gyms where, as opposed to what are like threatening gyms? Like, come here, punk! Yes, Get over here. Yes, you know, is it like old wrestlers back in the day? Oh my I'm god! Bitch slap you! You know. You mean like Ken Patera's gym? Yeah, I mean, are those threatening? It sounds like you go into a corner and three people. T- Let's get them. <laughs> yes. This is, it's yeah. a non-threatening gym, non-threatening colors. Johnny Rage is going to get in shape for the year 2020. Dags, do you like working out per se? 
you you know that I love working out. And what part do you mean? Well, I know you like working outside. That's not what I mean. Do you like the concept of getting into your vehicle, driving 10 minutes? <laughs> driving 10 gym, minutes like a grueling 10 minutes. <laughs> getting to the gym and hopping on that elliptical machine or whatever tickles your fancy, the bike, and just mindlessly banging away. Then you're done with that, and you got to clean the machine off because if you're sweating, oh, you don't clean the machine bad. off. We do. Plan to finish. You yeah, have to. You no, know, see, just let that stuff evaporate. The salts will build; they'll crystallize. That's part of working out. Sweat, smells, looks, touches. I should design a powerful gym. It would just what have, would you put in it? Oh, just can you imagine? Barbaric. There would just be just rust and everything you know a real gym mm -hmm. what soundtrack a manly, to a manly gym there'd be no women there'd be just men well no that's fine the, the women thing i'm not even going there i'm just saying it's a powerful gym anyone can embrace it do you remember back in the day we, we worked out me and johnny rage worked out at one gym and all they had was they would just play a cd of ozzy osbourne live <laughs> mm -hmm. no more what? tears burning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was back in the day. You, I mean, that was Viking gym days, right? Is that what they were, that was? Oh, my God. We, there were so many gyms. It was so powerful in the 80s. Yeah, it was. Everything was pharmaceutical grade. I, I, I like, I love to work out, but I'd rather do it like playing tennis, for instance. That's a workout, too. You're competing man against man. Where when you go to the gym and you jump on an elliptical machine, you're just like. Let me let me interrupt you. First of all, elliptical is that's not working out. Let's get real. Now think about it. Back in the day, we're talking. You're talking about competing the deadlift. Do you remember the powerful deadlift they used to do? Oh, I, I was I was a monster. I was over 700 pounds at it. Yes. Yes, that that's your body weight. But you did do powerful lifts also. But just think about it. That's working out. The competition, getting behind someone before they're going to do their set, and just yelling at them, "Wake up!" Slap don't them in the about, head. Don't forget about smelling salts too. Yes, powerful smelling salts. Mm -hmm. What would they, if they had smelling salts now? They'd be like craft smelling salts. They'd be like hickory smoke and <laughs> yeah, barbecue wood. flavor. Yeah, what would be wrong with that? There'd be nothing wrong with it. it. No, it'd be awesome. The IPA, but. I wouldn't consider a deadlift really like working out because it's not like burning any cardio whatsoever. It's listen, like, okay. Listen, we didn't do cardio back in the day. Mm -hmm. Well, when you're 18, 19, you don't need it. Ugh. I mean, you're, you're generally the good old days, the eighties when the world peaked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Johnny rage, your goal for 2020 is to work out. It is. I don't, you know, you know how people do that time lapse thing. I really, I'm thinking about this, taking a photograph of my body every day or maybe every third day or would something. You need, about would you need like a drone to take the picture or what? <laughs> no, War no. Warning, low memory. <laughs> Please no. switch to panoramic view. Yeah, no, they've got some pretty good cameras now with some pretty wide angle shots. It'll be just fine. Okay, why must you? ridicule me when i'm bearing my soul about i my can't help New it it's powerful powerful comedy power, powerful how dare you sir powerful 
observations. Hey, I'll never open up to you ever again. I'll tell you that much. Wow, it sounded dirty. But Johnny Rage, go. go ahead. I thought about taking Dave's. What do you think? Should I take daily pictures and watch the transformation, and then put it on Facebook and get a ton of hits, and I'll become like Jared from Subway? Oh, that didn't know? work out well for Jared. Well, it did for a long time, and until they yes. found out that yes. you know. Um, and then you got to hold the newspaper. You got to do the proof of life. <laughs> you got to hold USA Today with today's date. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, you have, to, you have to stick your gut out. And then in the after picture, you have to suck it, in. suck it in. But what I want is, you know, they have the before picture, the after picture. Yeah. I want the after after picture when you get fat again. Yeah, you know, I like when that. everyone does the keto diet and they lose all that weight. Yeah. And they realize Temporal. they want... Uh, pasta again and then they get fat oh you you just go back to the original before picture oh i feel you get even fatter oh about that oh come on but are you the fattest you've ever been right now i am unfortunately i am and i I, i'm not gonna lie i just i mean you're gonna have to pretty soon you're just gonna have to roll me all right i want to go to mcdonald's push everybody push me you know i'm just gonna have to roll me in the position powerful big just this big cub of goo and it's not good, Dave. How about you? What did you uh, kick off the year with a, a new resolution of some kind? No, I need one. What What do you recommend? Um. Well, actually, last year my resolution was 4K, so I got that okay. television. Okay. And then this year my resolution is going to be 2020. Bum, 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 bum. That was. Did you watch? Uh, Dick Clark's. Why, why, by the way, why are we still calling it Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year? Because Year's we're Year's. honoring him. We're respecting him. I mean, yeah. well after we're dead, me and you, Johnny Rage, Amish Baby Machine will live on. I will pick a successor, someone that can carry the the powerful name on. Okay, and it'll still be called Amish Baby Machine. Um, Amish Baby Machine. But um, when they were ushering in the new year. They thought it was so cool because ABC used to have that magazine, that news magazine called 2020. I missed those. And Barbara Walters would say, and this is 2020. And, but they kept playing it over and over and over. Like, are we really cool here? You know, it's like, okay. But you know, Dave, it's really funny because I was listening to the theme music for 2020. It was kind of a catchy little jingle. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to YouTube and see if I can get that. So, there it was, lo and behold, the, the the music theme from 2020, and I was jamming to that a little bit. Have you ever heard that whole thing in its entirety without anybody talking over it? Because normally it's all the next episode we'll talk about child pornography with priests, you know, something of that effect. I will need to. I will need to listen to that. Do you remember back listen in the day it. in the 70s, TV show theme songs became hits? Oh, believe it or not. But even weirder than that, I'm thinking uh, further back, like just instrumentals, like the theme from Rockford Files (laughs) was actually a hit. You know, you know what tune I really like is L.A. Law. You remember that one? I'd have to hear it. I, I encourage all of our listeners go to uh, YouTube and, ju- and put on their LA Law. Um, good little nostalgic tune. It, it just brings you back. Oh my but, God! It, yes. Oh my goodness! And then, of course, the infamous 
That would be uh, um, Miami Vice. Did that sound anything like Miami Vice? My yes. There? I knew. I knew you knew. Um, you know what it was great? It was uh, Different Strokes. God, that got me going. Different Strokes for different folks. But it just started out. It just started out. There was no... You know, build up. It's no intro. Just the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. I mean, my God, who didn't want Mister Drummond as a father? Yeah, what you talking about, Diggs? Oh what you talking God. about? Uh, good, good retro programming. Powerful. Programming. You know why I'm so hyped up? No, I just you, enjoyed a powerful. Just, I thought this might have sniffed a smelling salt. Maybe is that part of it? Yes, it was a uh, powerful Himalayan pink smelling salt no i just enjoyed a powerful cup of tailwager blend coffee god it's good the medium roast uh-huh. if you want to be powerful like me and johnny rage go to alaskadogworks.com pick up a powerful bag of tailwager blend in the coupon code or coupon code from wherever you are type in amish baby machine yes powerful speaking of powerful johnny rage uh-huh. On our hiatus, tell the fans, the flock of Amish, about how the Minnesota Vikings performed. Well, we're pretty pretty excited up here in Minnesota country, you know, there. Uh, we um, came off of a season, we were 10-6. and six, uh, Some disappointing losses there. I can point to two of them right away, one being the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Should have beat them. We went down to Kansas City, very tightly fought game. And we ended up losing that one, which the damage at the time wasn't too bad. But then as the year progressed, the game that really stings is uh, the Green Bay Packer game. Now, you go into Lambeau Field early in the season. Uh, you lose that game. You're not too concerned about it because it's early and it's it's also on their field. You know, hey, I got another chance, Adam. It's going to be at our house. And that, that chance happened. And... Um, the Minnesota Vikings absolutely just laid an egg horrendous performance. And oh, I was ready to take that horn and everything and just shove it up. You know, here you have, you still control your destiny. You're a good football team. You are playing a nationally televised game in your home field. Okay. This sets up for a Viking win. We're all thinking it. We're not saying it. The pack came out, fumbled almost immediately. Minnesota picks it up on the 10. You're like, yep, this is what it's all about. And the Vikes end up with a field goal, which kind of worried me because I thought, wait a minute, guys. We're on the Green Bay 10, and the best we can do is a field goal, but you're not too worried about it. But as time progressed, they just dominated us in every aspect, and it was so disappointing. So, therefore, we kind of leave on that final note because the next week we play the Chicago bears. We don't put any of our starters in cause we're already clinched the sixth seed. And it's not going to matter if we win or lose days. So we're going to new Orleans, going to new Orleans. Um, who that? A, a team that really not well liked by Minnesota vans, AKA Brett Favre NFC championship game with uh, bounty gate. I think all of you people remember that dark era. If the they don't, please tell the fans of Flock of Amish. Well, uh, Bounty Gate allegedly was the NFC Championship game. That was when Brett Favre was picked up uh, from the Minnesota Vikings for the last two years of his career. 
did phenomenally well, got us to the NFC championship game. And um, the coaching staff, um, and I'm not even going to say allegedly because it was proven, uh, was giving money for hitting Brett Favre and knocking him out of the game. So they were coming at him, not in a competitive spirit, but in a vicious-like manner. And the guy was absolutely hammered. Refs weren't calling anything. They've now made some new rules since then. But they damn near killed that man because there was some extra additional cash on the line. Well, the coach of the New Orleans Saints was actually suspended for a full year because of it. But it didn't do us much good. That you know, they went on New Orleans, and I forget if they ended up. I think they did win the Super Bowl that year. I can't remember. I think they did. Um, but the Bounty Gate, as what it's become, has been duly noted every time we play New Orleans. So there's that. Um, instinctual hatred toward the New Orleans Saints. So we go down to New Orleans, not a personal world thinks we're going to win that game, except for maybe the Viking players themselves. I mean, they've disappointed us so much. We're like, yeah, this is just extending our, all this doing days is extending our, our uh, um, pain and agony of having to watch a shitty football team. Well, lo and behold, we go down there, Minnesota Vikings put a spank on, go to overtime, and it was some, in some heroic fashion. Kyle Rudolph ends up at the, you know, in the overtime touchdown pass game over Vikes win 26, 20. Did, was there contact so, there? Did he push off? What are your powerful thoughts of course, on that? Of course he did. You can see it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's on uh, film. Uh, you can see him pushing off, but here's the problem. The other player was two. And if you have two people kind of going at it and it's not really exaggerated, the rest are going to overlook that because they're both kind of adjusting and trying to get position on the ball and stuff. Um, so it went both ways. And, yes, there was a push, but it was a push by both. So th- this is what really shocked me about this, Diggs. Last year, the New Orleans Saints lost to the Los Angeles Rams with a real flagrant no call. And it was a pass interference. For the New Orleans Saints to lose another game in overtime with a, with a pass interference, with a, non, with a no call, I really didn't think the refs had had that in them. I thought they would have made that call against us. I'm surprised it stood, and the Vikings got out of there with their lives. So, did you watch the game, Diggs? I, I, I did. I you. did. What are your humble thoughts on the game? Let me uh, let me talk to you about technology. Sure. I'm drinking. Um, yeah. What are you enjoying? Wager. Tell. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I try to lie. It was a tail wagger. This does make my tail wag, though. Uh, this is something that not a lot of people have heard of. It's a Diet Coke. It's made right here in the good old United States of America. Um, I enjoy the, the plastic bottle, too. This is uh, not the can. I, I have to be having that, that plastic bottle. Yeah, I know I'm not doing good with the carbon footprint thing, but anyway. But you, but you do want the chemicals to leach into your body. That's the beauty of petroleum products. Correct. I'm all in. Now I did I did watch the powerful Vikings. It was it's tough to watch the Vikings, especially in a playoff, because usually one and done. Mm-hmm. But I cut the cable because I'm out in the barn here, mm-hmm. so I had no way to I had no way to listen watch. So I went and picked up a digital antenna. Mm-hmm. Trash. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, and I bought I, mean, I bought a high end one too. I didn't just buy. Uh, well, some. you're like the only person when you told me that we discussed this. 
and you're telling me this, and you're, oh, maybe there's trees in the way. You're like the only person in the world this wouldn't work for. So I think it's operator error. Did you put it? Did you install it right? I mean, yes. it's one cord that can only go into one. Tell me what was happening. I mean, I wanted to discuss this with you because this is my call to life is to make your life easier through technology. Now, here's what the thing. Going on? Here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think you're a smarty pants. You think you can repair computers. That's fine. Come over to the barn, hook up an antenna, make it work, and then we'll go for there. I mean, we'll go from there. If you can actually install a powerful antenna and make me be able to receive powerful local channels. I don't understand, though. Let's walk me through. Tell me what was happening when you put this antenna on. It, it, it sucks. Okay, first, of all, for, it, first of all, yeah, it does. It. No, I'm going to tell you. Maybe you should shut up. It's a coaxial cable. You hook it in the back, and I, uh, I got a higher-end Phillips one. And it's basically just a flying wing, the one I got. Mm-hmm. And no matter where I stuck it, no matter where I shoved it, you're not picking up crap. And, and you got to sit there for three hours as the TV scans all the channels. That's irritating. You would think it could just go, you know, get it done. So you have to sit there. And it was, it picked up, I think it said 13 channels, digital channels. And then when you go to them, you get crap reception and it pixelates and it's all, it's like end of the world. Like the, you know, the giant spaceship is in the sky and it's interfering transmission. I didn't get crap. And I hate those signals because anytime it's like the old days when you had the rabbit ears and you had to put foil and your dad had to hold it and move it. It's just like that with those too, because they're subject to any interference, trees, line of sight, concrete, you know, they'll say they have so many miles they'll pick up from the tower. It's not true. It's not real world. So they're shit. That's what I like about cable. It's hardwired. I know it's expensive, but you get all the channels and there's no monkeying around. Well, I, I, I'm just, I just listened to the story and everybody that I know has the antenna. Um, and I know what you mean by pixelating. It does do that from time to time. Um, I don't know if it's because the wind blows. I don't know if it's because I'm uh, moving too quickly past the television and the air I stir up does or what, but it does do that. Um, but not enough where it would interfere with me watching television. So I, I, I don't know. I've never heard of somebody's, antenna not working properly did you get okay for instance if you put it on channel 11 how much time could you watch the particular program before this pixelation would happen or or was it the entire time or what the channels it said i had were garbage and there was a local fox affiliate was about thank god that's what the vikings game was on but even that wasn't 100 percent. you need to come you need to come over and see for yourself where did you put, can I ask, where did you put the, uh, did you get that little flat white antenna? Is that what you had? No, I said I had the flying wing, like on a okay. car. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I, I don't know if you probably maybe overspent. Maybe this is the one time it doesn't need that high-end technology. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have mine. Do you know what I'm I talking have, about like, in the back of a car? Yeah, it looks kind of like um. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yes. But, it's not the but, flat square. 
Yeah, go back and get the flat square. No, you know, I'm not I getting a, anything. You you come over. I, you bring over I an antenna. Pair, I have a pair of I have a pair literally of some rabbit ears that work. Okay, so I don't know. Okay. How your sixty dollars stuff isn't doing it. All right. So what? What about the football game? Let's get back to that. I gave my assessment. We're we're rolling. We play San Francisco. Um, again, we play the role of the underdog as we roll into, it used to be Candlestick Park. I miss that name, Candlestick Park. What is it now? Levi Stadium? Or what are we calling that? I don't like that too. Yeah. I saw where Pornhub wanted to buy a stadium. I don't like that. It should have powerful names. It should, it's like like what? Amish baby machine. You don't like what though? I don't like when, uh, Qualcomm's, you know, when stupid tech companies buy it, I just want, you know, Soldier Field, Fenway Park. I don't want it renamed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't buy it. They, they buy the naming rights. You know what I it. meant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much, but I can see you're angered from not getting to watch Yes, the game. feel it. Feel the rage. So you're lashing out at just anything at this point is what I feel. So yes, feel the rage. Uh, anyway, onward, onward, and we play uh, San Francisco again. We play the role of the underdog. I'm looking forward to it. I think they're at this stage of the game seven point favorites. Um, the Vikings notoriously, when they do have a good football game, come back and usually lay an egg. Then their their consistency isn't always there. So I don't see them winning this game. Uh, history tells us this. And San Francisco, they're a really good football team. They're thirteen and three, and they have the momentum, and they've had a they've had a, a week off. So I don't think it looks it bodes well for the Vikes days. But then again, any given playoff day, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that old stupid saying, and I know we're not playing San Francisco three times, but there's that saying: if you play a team that's beat you twice in the same season, and then you play them for a third time, hard to beat a team three times. Everybody says that. Well, they actually did research. It's nonsense. That team usually wins 75% of the time. So it's not hard to beat a team three times. So when people say that, just smack them, okay? You are good at math. Huh? You are good at math. Thank you. Thank you very much. Over over the powerful holiday hiatus, I enjoyed uh, a new store. Oh, yeah? What was it? Blue Sun Soda. It boasts the most powerful, largest selection of craft sodas in the world. I thought you said you enjoyed a new whore. I'm sorry, a new store. Okay, go ahead. Tell us about it. Now, right there, I would have done a mom joke, but I'm respectful to your family. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, I went, I got into the buggy Mm -hmm. and journeyed to this powerful store. And it features millions of, God, I love my powerful hyperbole, millions of sodas, craft sodas. And some of these, I, I, I picked up a candied bacon soda. I picked up a couple oh. uh, ginger beers. Powerful. Now, was it soda? Was it soda or was it beer? Or was it ginger beer soda? Soda, pop, non-alcoholic. Okay. I picked up a powerful one from Hawaii. Okay. Powerful island of Hawaii. And if you want to see these powerful beverages... Go to a couple different ways. Follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. We're on Instagram also, powerful photos on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. And as far as following us on uh, powerful 
social media. We're everywhere. Go to our Facebook page, like us on Facebook. Please subscribe on YouTube. Our all our audio is going up to YouTube and uh hopefully in 2020. If the stars align, the planets align, we gotta get some video. We gotta get video of Johnny Rage on his journey to wellness. So follow us everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, like I said, YouTube. And as far as podcasts, we're everywhere. Fine podcasts are available. Apple, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, you name it. If you could, I'd like you to leave a review. Five stars. Write something. This will help us in the rankings. And as always, a five-star review will unlock secrets to the universe. Can you share some of those secrets, Dave, with us? I mean, you've, you've been there. Give us one secret. You want to, I'll give you one secret. You want to reheat okay. pizza? Yeah. Normally you have a delicious pizza pie. Do you call it pizza pie or pizza? Pizza. You take the pizza, and normally, how would you reheat it? You put it in the microwave, right? No, I usually put it in a fry pan with a little bit of... Um... See, but you got that from me. Okay. So listen, stop. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So normally people will reheat it in the microwave and it just turns it into a limp biscuit. Powerful. You take a little olive oil, just a couple drops in a powerful cast iron pan if you have it. And you drop the pizza in there and you heat it on medium and just heat it up. And you get a nice crisp on the bottom. And then if you go slow enough, you can put put a cover on maybe a little bit to get a little of that top cheese melted, and there you go. Powerful life hack. Reheat your pizza in a frying pan. Crisp, delicious, no sog. I love it. You know, Dave, we're kind of talking sports. I think we don't do a lot of on this podcast, but let's. Uh, we, we mentioned our Minnesota Vikings. Good luck to them, of course, as they uh, get into the next round of the uh, NFL playoffs, NFC. Um, the Winter Classic has been awarded to the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And that's big news, especially if you're a hockey fan. Hockey has kind of a cult following. But even if you are not a fan of hockey, you should be excited for the city because the Winter Classic is a big deal. And it's coming to Target Center, Target Field, next January 1st. They've, they've, they started this game. Are you familiar, Dags, with the Winter Classic? Yes, but tell the fans. We, we have tons game. of fans all over the world. Especially Germany. Well, the really cool the really cool thing is to go back in time to give yourself this really nostalgic feeling. So the NHL capitalized that and they says, "Hey, let's play hockey outdoors where it was intended to be and make a big deal about it." Well, they've done that very successfully, and on New Year's Day they have what they call the Winter Classic. It pits two teams against each other to play just like hockey was intended when you were a young kid out on the pond for that one day and that one day only. Well, it was so successful that I don't want people to be confused because this is the first time a winter classic has ever been in the Minneapolis area. But people are going to say, no, but Wild played Chicago two years ago out at um, Target Field. That was not the winter classic. That was the state part of the stadium series. Okay. The Winter Classic is the granddaddy of them all. That started this whole phenomenon of going with nostalgia. 
We were awarded that game for next year. We don't have our opponent yet, but it's going to be our Minnesota Wild playing outdoors. Um, Minnesota, Canada, all of our listeners, maybe even some of the people out east are going to be uh, pretty excited about this because it's hockey, hockey stuff. And it's it, anytime you bring people to your metropolitan area or you get people out, that usually equates to them spending money. So, so this is a good thing, Diggs. Would you go, Diggs? Would you be excited? What are your thoughts on hockey outdoors versus hockey indoors? Tell me what you feel here. First of all, we know none of that money trickles down to anything. We've talked about that before. The Super Bowl has been here. None of that money does anything to us. It should come to me. I should get a check. Secondly, the hockey. Now, did you watch the Red Bull when they were here? The ice, the crash ice. Correct. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I did not. But that, do you want to talk about? No, so results? I just want to ask you, will you honestly go to this? No, I won't. So why is it a big deal for you? Um, it's a big deal because it recognizes Minnesota as being a big player in the hockey community. The NHL finally said, yes, you guys are worthy of this. It's it's kind of a, uh, almost become you're kind of an honor being bestowed upon you as you're the city picked for this this game. Um, it's kind of like being picked for the Super Bowl. I'll equate it to that. And the hype that's involved with being a Super Bowl city, that would be the same thing with this Winter Classic. And it brings people to your community. It brings light to your community. Um, it gets people excited. There's nothing else to do here in the winter anyway. Let's just bring it on, embrace it. So that's that's the reason I'm I'm excited for it. Now, here's my bone of contention, Diggs, on the, the bad side of it. Every sports team in the world prides themselves on the fact that they've got the best seats in the house, and they're going to charge you for those because there's only 18,000, 19,000 seats. Obviously, if you're in the second tier near the rafters, you're going to pay far less than if you're up against the glass. People are so blind to this winter classic thing. Do you know how far away you are from the arena or from the actual ice? How far? I mean, imagine you're, you're, you're a long ways away. I mean, you're not going to be up against the glass, but yet they will garner the same amount of ticket prices as, as if you were up in front of the glass. But I love it. People will justify this and say, oh, this is a once in a lifetime and I want to be there. So when they get there, They'll gladly pay their two, three hundred dollars, and and they'll have to look off in the distant horizon to actually see the game being played. The best seat in the house is going to be TV. So, that, so what's the understand. point? Well, my point is how people get so fooled into thinking this Winter Classic is so good. I got to be out there. So I'm confused. You sounded like you're excited for it. Now I, you I think excited. it's stupid. I, I gave I gave you the bad end. I'm giving you the bad side. My thoughts on it. All right. I am excited. I am excited for it. But I'm, I'm thinking, I always think both sides of the fence, you know. And it also bothers me that people are so fooled in Buffalo into thinking, oh, it's a once in a lifetime. And that's how they'll justify their $400 ticket. But yet they're 400 feet away from the rink, the ice. Uh, just they, It's just information that I give to people. I'm just, I'm a plethora of this stuff. and I can. God bless wanna, you, Johnny Rage. Thank you. Thank you. Now I wanted to talk about 2020 upcoming movies. Is there any movies that pop out? Yes, there is. Um, A Quiet Place 2 
Um, I just saw the trailer for that. Uh, looking forward to it. I liked the first one. I liked the concept of it. Um, the second one, um, from what I gather, is obviously the uh, I can say what happened in the other one because it's been over two years now, hasn't it? Um, the husband uh, actually martyrs himself to save his children, so he's no longer in the uh, in the picture anymore. But it looks like all the people that were killed kind of come back to life in a zombie form. So the people aren't who you think they are. You might see, oh, there's my father was killed, or I thought, but you go up there and then it's just, I think, Diggs, don't quote me on this, but I think this is where they're taking us with this, okay? This is my assessment. I love that. Maybe I'm making this up because I want that to be the case. If it's not the case, Diggs, then I'm going to rewrite the script and do a whole new version of it. Powerful. I'm looking forward to The Gentleman. It's going to be a new Guy Ritchie movie. It's not going to be some stupid Aladdin. It's going to be one of his gangster movies. And you know how much I love gangster movies. Gangsta. What's it about? Talk to me. British gangster tale about an American expat who is uh, Matthew McConaughey. And he runs a weed empire in London. And of course he's going to retire as they always do, but it, it's going to, it's just going to be uh it's going to be cool. That's all we know about it right now. There's a trailer out, you know, it's going to be exciting because it hopefully is going to be like his old ones, like snatch an incredible movie. And it's going to be called the gentleman. I, I got a question for you. Why do we have to say that? Why can't I just ask a question? Why do I have to say to you, I have a question for you. Isn't that, is that odd or not? No, it's just like, it's just like ATM, you know, people say ATM machine. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, well, I have a question for you. I think that just allows us to segue into the next talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, Powerful segue. Now, what was my question to you? For the love of God, I, I got so wrapped up with me saying I've got a question for you. You must have got manure for your brain. Hey. What the heck was I going to say? Um, quiet place, gentlemen. I'll think of it. I'm sorry. Continue right. on with your... What other movies look good to you? What's coming up? We got some uh, Bad Boys for Life, sequel to Bad Boys. Yeah, I saw that one. The Come Grudge. Oh, oh, I know what my question is. Let me ask it before I forget. We were completely bombarded with Marvel movies the last two to three years. Whatever happened, what's going on with that? There's nothing right now. No, they got new ones coming up, but I, I, I don't even want to talk about Marvel. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not burnt talking out. about Marvel, but I'm asking you, where have they disappeared to? I mean, there was a new Marvel movie every three months or two months, and it was just bombardment, 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 and now they've been nowhere. What's, what's going on with this? Well, they got a Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out, so you'd probably like that. But uh, our powerful research will look into it. We'll get the latest on the Marvel movies for Johnny Rage. But it's really weird. The couple of these, uh, Fantasy Island. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. They're gonna do a Fantasy Island movie. That plane. That plane. Who could they get now? Is there anyone you can think of that be as powerful as Richard McCunthabon? Ricardo, please put some respect on his name. Um, well, you know, it'll be probably 
a completely different person in terms of. Yeah, I didn't even uh, want to go there. They'll change the yeah. sex, gender. It'll yeah. be alien. It might, even be a, it might even be a woman. It might even be a woman. They might even roll that yeah. way on it. But I haven't viewed the uh, trailer coming up. Yeah, the more the more important question is who's going to play the little fella? Probably that guy from uh, Game of Thrones, huh? Oh, wouldn't that be incredible? Good call. Mm-hmm. Good call. Yeah. Maybe it'll be the opposite. To be more inclusive, it'll be a giant. Yeah, I could see that going that way too. But this one um, I'm looking forward to. I've I've talked about powerful Jack London. Why don't they make more Jack London movies? Mm-hmm. This one I'm excited about. Harrison Ford, Call of the Wild. Do you know, have you heard of the story of the Call of the Wild? Um, I know a name only. I don't know. That's about all that I know about it. Did you want to tell me a little bit? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Or complexly. I hate them when people say basically and I just said it. Also, ask me a question about something. And I'll say another thing I hate. Um, why do you not shower ever? So, they always start out with so. Oh. That was it, a long way to get that out of that. Well, shut up. Yeah. God damn it. I'm not charging. <laughs> you're not, I'm not charging you this, for this. But anyway, the powerful Call of the Wild. It's about a St. Bernard uh, powerful dog that named Buck. And someone rips it off and they take it up in the, they Shanghai it, bring it up to the Yukon Territory. It's a sad story, but it's powerful because it's powerful adventure. And it got it's got Harrison Ford. But the, the 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 shitty thing is here, I'm just reading about it. And I hope this isn't true. It says what? the dog is gonna be CGI. Oh god, don't do it. But it sounds like a Disney movie. I mean, it doesn't sound like there's anything cool about that. Hasn't that been done on numerous occasions? A dog gets stolen and thrown Yeah, but in listen place. listen to me. God damn it. I have to listen to your dumb teenage horror movies. Don't you want something that makes you warm in the heart? Powerful, bullying his dog. I got a shot of whiskey for that. I don't need a a, a Disney. No, I like. I thought we enjoy survival. We enjoy the the snow. This this poor dog gets kidnapped and has to live in the Yukon. And I'm not talking about a Denali truck either. Mm. But I was all excited. I'm reading this. I'm seeing Harrison Ford. Powerful Jack London novels, which I love. And then it says the dog's going to be CGI. Why are they doing that? Mm, you know what? That makes zero sense for a movie like that. I mean, I, I, are we talking the entire time or just times when he leaps over the, the cliff and he falls 100 feet into fire pits and water and snakes? Uh, well, it- they're showing a picture here, and then it says, uh, this little write-up about it says, Buck himself, the dog, looks to be entirely CGI. I, I hope. I mean, you heard about that Cats fiasco, right? No, tell me about it. That movie Cats. Mm-hmm. You didn't see any of the trailers for that. You didn't hear about yeah. anything. No, I didn't. It's so cool. Oh, you're just uh, out of the loop. I enjoy that. Yeah, you know, you know, when is it? Is it a movie coming out? Coming out soon? It's already been out. Oh, you know, I here's the deal though, Dave. I want to tell you something. I do feel like I fell off the face of the earth because I, I haven't been to a movie theater in a while. And when you go to a movie theater, you get to watch all the trailers of upcoming movies and stuff. And I'm so far behind on what I want to see, you know? But what's so um, weird about this Cats movie? Yes. It was horrible. 
And then while the movie was in the movie theater, they, they sent like a firmware update. They updated the movie, the graphics on there. Can you believe that? What was the, it sounds like your TV watching football on Sunday. I know. It was a horrible movie, and then they tried to upgrade the graphics. I don't even know mm. how that's possible, what they did. Mm. But they changed, you know, the look of the cats. It's basically people in cat costumes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was apparently just a horrible movie. But that yeah. gets me back to this this great story, Call of the Wild. It's just a great, you're right, it's, it's like an old-school Disney movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Before they were bought out, like Walt Disney movie. I, I enjoy the old Disney movies. But this, mm-hmm. when I found out the dog is going to be CGI, I'm not happy. We do, have, Disney, we do have the Invisible Man coming up, too. Oh, Classic. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that's going to work? Um, you know, there's a whole new audience for that. Uh, that might find that. I never liked the original one. Um, there's a a TV program here in the cities. It's called Sven and It always has those old. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whole, oh, that old whore, whore flick. Um, like, would you call the Invisible Man a whore flick? I, I well, you know, it's one of the original, you know, I don't know if it was Universal, but you know, the other Universal monsters, right, the mommy, right. Frankenstein, you know. Okay. that That's one I never liked is the Invisible Man. And it was just on probably two weeks ago too. Um, yeah, I, 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 um, what I'm looking forward to is Hansel and Gretel. Have you seen the trailers for that one? Wow. I passed over there because I didn't think you would, uh, I forgot you like, uh, kids movies. Let me go down here. Actually, I think it's called, I think it's called Gretel. They always have to change. The it's name. Gretel it's, and Hansel. It, it's Gretel and Hansel to update it. It's not that girl yeah. from the climate change girl, is it? You're killing ecosystems as we speak. How dare you? How dare you? All right, here it uh, is. I found no. it. Gretel and Hansel. Mm-hmm. From the director who previously brought us The Black Coat's Daughter and I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. <laughs> Whatever that was. Uh, comes a new dark tale in the classic fairy tale about brother and sister fall prey to a cannibalistic witch that entices them with tasty treats. Mm-hmm. So is it going to be the original or is it going to be a twist? I know they changed the title. Well, I would think, I mean, if you look at the original story as kids that we grew up on, there really isn't a reason to, doesn't she throw one of them in the oven and they escape at the, the end of it? I, I, I can't remember that little, Pale itself, I think but, it was an Instapot. Was it, a, or was it a Crockpot? I I forget, but um, yeah, they always have to throw the twist in, and and uh, the the previews to me look pretty good, though. I, I that's one that that one, and of course I want to see Underwater. That one's out already. Man, I got to get busy with these movies. Um, you really do. No, no better time to go do that than in the winter time here. So, oh, speaking I, of uh, comic book movies, the new mutants coming out April third, twenty twenty. Okay, it's gonna have some of the hottest stars, people from Game of Thrones, Stranger Things. It's basically an X Men 
next generation X-Men movie. I know, I know, I know you'll be all over that because that Game of Thrones was your thing, you know. You yeah, that. but it's not Jamie. It's uh, No Time to Die, powerful James Bond movie. Never liked James Bond movies, even the original ones. Roger Moore, none of them? No, not even Roger Moore. Wow, you are a weird dude. You're very weird. You're very strange. This one's coming out, No Time to Die, 2020. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, though. I did do a powerful tweet about James Bond. I'm going to need mm-hmm. you to follow us at Amish B Machine. Put in your two cents about my pick for someone that hasn't been picked for James Bond to play the role at Amish B Machine. I'm on can there 24-7. Can I put my own name in on that? Oh, for you to do it? Mm-hmm. Well, that that no, would I'm, be cool because normally they have like a real macho in shape guy. So for you to play, it would change it up. I enjoy that. I mean, it would give more reality to the whole story. You know, it might, you know, pants hanging down. Can't got to pull your pants up, plumber butt type stuff. Maybe you could even use that as a secret weapon too. <laughs> Some kind. No, this is the new, the new Johnny Rage though. I'll be unleashing it soon. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know the fans of Flock of Amish are. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. I wanted to ask you real quick. I know you're not a fan of the movies, but what is your favorite song from James Bond movies? For your eyes only. There's na, 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 na. Sheena Easton, but powerful. Probably that one. I mean, that one sticks out, so that would have to probably be my favorite one. You know. Could you guess which one mine would be? Oh, I'm sure it was one of them from the '80s. Uh, no, I, I can't. I a a view to a kill. Oh, yeah. Duran Duran. This with a view to a kill. Yeah. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Yeah. All right. Um, Another stupid uh, Marvel movie, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Why are you so bitter? Why are you so bitter on the Marvel deal? What's going on? Another thing is the Hulk. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. You want to hear me talk about the Hulk? But the Hulk Should was we... was a bitch, yeah. and you know he was a bitch too. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. how Thanos took him out? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you thought, well, cool, it's a cliffhanger. You know, Thanos might have took him out, but he's going to come back twice as strong, right? And seek revenge, absolutely. You know, he came back with glasses and wearing a sweater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was yeah. the dumbest thing ever. Now we have to learn that violence isn't always what. What we have to be a, uh, we have to a better society. Thing is what that tells us. Well, like, here's one you might like: Legally Blonde Three is coming up. Oh, you're kidding me! How much more can they do with that one? Is it still what's her name playing the lead role in that, or do they go move on from her? It is Legally Blonde Three. Up. Oh. Let's see here. I don't know. It says it's been, uh, I think it is her. Scoob is coming out. Not Scooby Scooby Dooby Doo. It's just called Scoob. Yeah, it is Scooby Dooby Doo. Mm. And this time it features an actual dog and not CGI. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I was going to say, and if there's a time you're using CGI. Remember the, the other one? I mean, that was that wasn't even CGI. It was like a cartoon character. The that one back in the nineties, I think. Yeah. I remember I, I took my daughter to it. I'll never forget this because it was the only movie we had to walk out of because she got too scared. 
we take her to a what we thought was a family appropriate movie, Scooby Doo, and we had to leave it. We had to leave it. She was too scared for that one. Wow. Have you have you ever left the movie Dags for any reason whatsoever? Yeah, it's a powerful uh, question. Thanks for asking. I've talked about that often. Movies I've walked out on. Mm-hmm. I remember. I think it was Split Second with Rutger Hauer. Walked out on. Why? Oh, just too too boring. Too or what? boring. It's it's him in a in a sewer fighting some monster. Mm-hmm. And it was just god awful. I uh, mm-hmm. walked out on. Uh, I think it was Black Beauty. When I was a kid or something, it was some sort of. Uh, one of those Disney movies about a horse. Who mm-hmm. likes horses anyway? Mm-hmm. The French do, I think. Um, Police Academy. It was what? Like, you walked out of that one? Yeah, it was like Police Academy 30. Do you remember when they kept oh, making them? Yeah, it was like none yeah. of the original people. Yeah. And it, yeah. I walked out on that. Okay. Yeah, I've walked well, out on you, a lot. That's like a record. I don't think people actually get that pissed. Because everybody's like, shit, I spent 10 bucks on this. I'm staying. That's got to be like a record amount to be walking out of all those different movies. No, but I'm, that's why people like me. I'm cool, passionate. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit through it. I should do what you do to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, the Fast and well, Furious. That's coming out again? Fast and Furious 9. Oh, boy. No, they don't do anything for me at all. Nothing. The Fast and Furious, it, it shouldn't even have a movie. It should just be somewhere where you can send your PayPal or Venmo. Just give them money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob. Um, mm, I yeah, remember the one in the movie he did with David Hasselhoff was in it too. Yes, that that epic epic film of of SpongeBob SquarePants. What's staying power? Now there's a cartoon character with staying power. When you think of cartoons, what's the first one you think of, Dags? Quick, Popeye. Yeah, that's another one. Timeless. I was talking about Popeye at the food court. To co-workers, mm-hmm. powerful female villains, mm-hmm. very progressive. Mm-hmm. The Sea Hag. Do you remember the Sea Hag? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. And also, crazy chick that really digged a stalker of Popeye was Alice the Goon. Well, you 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 knew your Popeye, didn't you? I love Popeye. I love Popeye. Powerful. And now's your nose. Popeye. Do you think, um, did that really work? Did spinach sales rise because of Popeye? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you thought so? Powerful iron deficiencies. Anemic kids would eat the powerful spinach in the, spinach in a can is the most god-awful stuff ever. Not that spinach is ever delicious. It is if you know, if you put cream and cheese and you know what I mean? And potato chips and, yeah. and hamburger. Yeah, exactly. But spinach well, in a can is god-awful. Thanks. I want to make sure I get this in because um, I've been meaning to talk about this, but you remember good old Aunt Becky? Yes. From Full House. Um, we all know what happened with her. She's trying to get her daughter to kind of get into UCLA, or USC, rather. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. Uh, but they, they weren't doing it the traditional method. They were actually doing some bribe. She's accused of bribing and paying people off to get her daughter in, and it worked. But she got caught. And uh, unlike Felicia Huffity or whatever her name is, she just pleaded guilty and did 15 days and a fine. Well, Aunt Becky decided, no, nope, we're not guilty. I don't know. I don't. What kind of lawyer is giving her this advice is beyond me. But she's fighting this. How, how do you say you're not guilty? You're. She's literally caught red-handed on this. 
Okay. Old news, Dags, you're, you're rolling your eyes. You're saying, Johnny Rage, we've talked about this. But anyway, we're getting closer and closer to her trial. So my sources tell me that she actually hired a firm to help her prepare for prison life. Whoa. But wasn't that like Joey from? Uh, no, no. J- Joey would be, whoa, whoa. You got to have the voice crack. Whoa. Well, I mean, I, they say that this gal is, when you talk about preparedness, there's nobody better than her. So seeking that there could kind of be a, a problem with her defense, she she is hiring a company. They're teaching her how to be prepared for prison life. And I don't know how you prepare somebody for prison life, but it's, they're talking about teaching her self-defense um, and how to just kind of keep a watchful eye out on. And um, so there you have it. Aunt well, Becky it's so is, stupid. It's not like she's going to do hard time. You know what I mean? You think so? Well, she'll be in some freaking uh, in the country club, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be doing a hard time. No. But, but what I do like about prison is the prison food, how mm-hmm. they do powerful life hacks. They take ramen noodles and crunch them up and use coffee packets and make homemade hooch. That's what's cool. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, where do they get all the knives and cigarettes? I mean, they, they just sneak, they got more snacks than I do here. You know, they, I know, but they, no more snacks for Johnny Rage. No, 2020 is a pile of things. So. We do have, uh, we'll finish up. I have a couple more movies. Okay. And then I got to go because guess where I'm going, Dave? To the gym. To the gym. Very wow. good. Maybe yeah. I'll join today. Okay. Maybe I'll join a non-threatening gym. Okay. And then get kicked out. Wouldn't that be cool to get kicked out? Then it would be a threatening gym. You yes. could really change the whole uh, marketing scheme for them by doing that. Yes. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, there's high reviews on, on that one already. And, and let, let's get real. Who always talks about the 80s? We do. We invented mm-hmm. the 80s. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's 1984 when all the best movies came out, the music. Mm-hmm. You know what, what's cool is that means they're listening to this powerful podcast, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, no doubt absolutely. And the last one, Candyman. The Candyman. Hey, the Candyman. Is that the horror flick? Yes. With the... So they're remaking that one, huh? Yes. That that was a scary one, don't you think? Um, No, I, I'm a seasoned vet on this stuff. and I, Not I that you really... were really scared, but I mean, that was a disturbing yeah, it was, it, it, Yeah, no, you're right. I, I give you that take. Powerful. This is a powerful episode today. Thanks for being part of it, fans, flock of Amish. Thank you, Johnny Rage. My, Dags, my pleasure. I want to personally thank everyone that listened to this powerful episode tonight. Just ask you one thing. Please share this episode with a friend. Go on your social medias, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're hanging out on the internet, and please share our powerful podcast. And tonight, as I mentioned earlier, we have a powerful song to play us out by Trom. It is called Slingshot Singularity. You can check it out on Bandcamp. Go there and download this powerful song. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast.
Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.